show The Man Beth Show Beth, welcome back to episode 41. Not back, but welcome to episode 41. And going back and listening to episode 40, what a fun time with CJ that was, wasn't it? That guy is such, such a cool a dude. Such a good time. Such a cool dude. I mean, on the court, watching him play. Back in the day, when you had heroes that were playing sports, to meet them as a kid, you know, you really didn't know if they were very nice or you just kind of just looked at the autograph and that was it and that was gone. So now meeting athletes, though, I think it's so impressive because it – they could just be like, blow everybody off. And you've seen athletes that yeah. act like that too. That dude takes so much time for people. Yeah. And I think it's so cool. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back, listen to episode 40. We're sitting at 41. And I want to talk about something as we have a, a guest here in the studio this morning. Okay. Somebody that I didn't realize snored. And then one night she just started snoring. The reason I know that is because I woke up after I got done snoring, I wake myself up and then I'm listening to her snore. But I think oh. hers was because of the illness. But the more and more and more and more and more and more the snore stuff comes up, and the more and more and more and more I don't use my CPAP that I got like, ooh, eight, nah, eight years ago, 10 years ago, 11 years, five years, seven years ago, six years ago. Yeah. Six years ago, I did a sleep study, which is really strange because they're like, let's see if you sleep well. You're like, yeah, let me put you in a really weird room that's not your bed, and we've got cameras all over you. Go ahead and sleep normal. Sleep now. Right now. Go. Sleep. Go. Mark, you said go. (laughs) Wow. Well, what we noticed was you didn't go to sleep when we told you to. And (laughs) And you were crying. We're not sure why you were crying. (laughs) Maybe it's because we locked the doors and turned off all the lights. But So it comes back and it tells you, yeah, you woke up this many times. But I believe strongly at that sleep study, I slept better than I had in a long time. So um, they came back and said, yeah, you woke up like 30 times in the middle of the night. I catch myself waking up in the middle of the night. Then I hear Carrie snoring now, which I think is just her illness. But I wake up and I jump up and the storyline's already written of why I need to go downstairs and get food. It is always go downstairs and get food. It doesn't take me anywhere else. I jump out of bed and I go downstairs and I get food. And it's almost a sleepwalk to a point I get down there and I'll just be standing in front of like the refrigerator and be like, what are you doing? So what I found though is that basically I quit breathing when I get a big shot of adrenaline because uh, my body thinks I'm dying. And so then it shoots me out of bed and then I'm there. Hey, oh wow, it's just snoring and fully asleep. Now I'm standing on two feet and I'm doing something. So I've gone back and I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and probably that many times. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried three times three probably. Times. okay. To use my CPAP. Okay. And if you've had one, you know, and it, listen, I'm not c- trying to complain like people who have had them didn't have a difficult time getting them to be normal in the middle of the night. You put something on your face, a bunch of hoses coming out. <laughs> Good luck sleeping. I actually think that they sound very soothing. Well, you can have one. <laughs> from a distance. <laughs> from a distance, right? From a distance, a nice rhythmic. <laughs> if it was just that. <laughs> but when they put it over your face and your nose, and, and you can have ones that plug up your nose, but you can't breathe through your mouth, there's so many different. Sure. So what do you do? Do you go through all of them and then go, you find out that, no, wait, I just, I just can't wear this. This is just, am I not trying hard enough? I don't know what it is, but all I know is this. If I put my CPAP on, I don't sleep at all through the night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That wakes me up more than adrenaline rush from not breathing. Yeah. So so what's your question here? <laughs> what do you think God would do? <laughs> what would Jesus do? <laughs> so here's here's my question. Has I have lots of thoughts. Okay, I would love to get okay. some of your thoughts too. Uh so uh my 
my original not question is, but before I had my heart attack and when I was 41, so however many years, six years ago, five years ago, is that leading up to the heart attack, I saw so many heart attack commercials that I now would remember back and go, oh my gosh, why did I see so many heart attacks? No, I couldn't have thought that. You wouldn't think they're going to have a heart attack just because you're seeing that many commercials, but I do see more. And usually it happens afterwards. You're like, oh, I've had a heart attack. Now all I see is heart attack commercials. So when I keep seeing this commercial for Inspire, I'm like, what's this? And I said, never use a CPAP again. They got the commercial. It looks just like me in bed, except he's black and he's taking his mask off and he's pulling it off. And he's like, I can't sleep. I'm like, dude, I know the frustration. What are you going to do about it, though? Inspire. Inspire sleep. I'm like, what is this? <gasps> wow. They do an operation and put something into you, and then you control it at night so you don't even have to use your CPAP. You just breathe normal. What is it? Ah. Okay, so we have not done any research. We just saw, we just you just related to a guy who was struggling with his mask right i did you have done that three times you have struggled with a mask three three times. out of three which would be 100 okay. percent of the time i've struggled with my mask <laughs> okay good point it is 100 percent of the time so uh -huh. so uh here's here's but what three days out of six years I, so we could go with the percentage i get it percentage i get let's days. let's okay. go there later anyway we'll go back to that okay so uh <sighs> Oh, yeah. So, so I go we to don't their, know. I, no, no, I do. I go to their website, and what do I do? Of course, when I'm Googling anything like this, I go, inspire cost. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, just show me a number. Don't make me go through all these. Right. All these. Can I find one on like a no, you can't. Reddit site no. that says something that where somebody just put the number up there? Is it $100,000 or is insurance going to pay for it? A mm. couple things I found out. Number one, your body mass index has to be at a certain point. So brother might be running. Number two. You need to have tried unsuccessfully to use a CPAP. Mm -hmm. That doesn't give like how many days. Yeah. And you know what's it's it's hooked up to the people at the sleep center so they know they how can long. Tell. Yeah. They, they can know tell exactly. if you gave it a a try. An actual effort. Which yeah. was about three times for about twenty minutes, mm -hmm. if I'm gonna be completely honest. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know what it's going to do. Uh, I don't know if I can get it. Uh, I don't even know really what it is. But I will let somebody open me up and put something in me as long as it helps me quit snoring. I just think that is so the the it's so interesting. I mean, I have not tried to sleep with a mask. Let me just say this. I have not tried. So I'm not saying it's easy. Okay. Did yeah. you hear me when I say that? Yes. I'm not judging you because I have not tried it. Right. However, I think it's very... Do you use um, however instead telling. of but? Is that, is that what you're supposed to do, right? But I think however. it's also very much a picture of our culture yeah. where we don't, we're not talking about the root of why we're not sleeping. We're just like, give me like the easiest fix. Absolutely. And cutting me open yes. and putting in some kind of a device yes. that has barely been on the market somehow in our culture, mm -hmm. not just you, I think yeah. it's our culture is like, yep. Make you know easy button. Give me yep. the easy button. Yep. We're not talking about like why are you not sleeping? Are you drinking caffeine? Are you eating too much sugar? Are you you know needing to lose some weight and you would breathe better? Are uh, all of the above? Ding, 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 so you know I think <laughs> maybe I should start with the other I, one before the cut open. Well, I mean it sounds like they would make you anyway. Well, I personally get nervous. I'm like not nervous, but like I want to avoid surgery at all costs. Right. Yeah. Also, are they putting in like 
you know, the mark of the beast at this point. <laughs> it's like what revelation is about. And they're like sticking, you know, is there some kind of a code on there? That's like, yeah, you can also, this is one world currency. You can scan your throat. <laughs> I don't know. But I would, I think I would personally avoid surgery at all costs. That being said, if, oh, if somebody even... was like, stop eating bread and you'll sleep better. I'd be like, well, yeah. But it's bread though. Right. You know, so I'm not saying it's easy, but I do wonder if in the long run there might be some good life lessons learned from doing the hard thing. You mean doing the all of the three things that you named off plus using the CPAP and maybe staying with it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus is that Carrie might get a little more sleep too. That's I mean, what I'm that's hoping. like the icing on the cake. <laughs> no, that's not even, that's the flour. We haven't even made the cake yet. This is where this stems from. Is Okay, it, it's all about Carrie getting more sleep. She has not been able to sleep. This is not her problem. In 20 years or however? For however long. This is not a problem that she should have to deal with or anybody else who sleeps with a snorer. They shouldn't have to deal with it. If there is a solution and I'm just being too lazy to get that solution, what do you think that says to her? Mm. Oh, this Carrie. What does what, that say? Yeah, what does it say to me? What does it say to you, Carrie? What does what say to me? Me, I'm... me, not wanting to go through the procedure. Uh, not the procedure. It will call it the Inspire surgery procedure. The CPAP process. wearing, right? The process of going through which everybody discipline discipline of wearing this CPAP or drinking ca- caffeine, caffeine less or eating chocolate in the middle of the night or, or directing my feet in a different direction or. Just stay in Et bed. Et cetera. Mm-hmm. Et cetera. Mm-hmm. E-C-T-E-T-C. Et cetera. Okay, thank you. That'll probably help me for the rest of my life. I appreciate you. <laughs> Do you say et cetera? Yeah. No. Or I just don't know when I'm writing it, so I just, gotcha. I just write something else. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, Harry, how does it make you feel is what we're saying, that Matt does not want to try the sleep app? Um, I guess I think of you want the easy fix. Like, it, you don't want to, um, yeah, work Work for something that could help you feel better. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. We asked. No, truth, we asked for honesty. Bomb. Yeah. I've, that's what I feel like. And I, I feel like you need to try your CPAP a little more than the three times for 20 minutes with the new masks that we purchased and everything. But that's just my take. And it's not so much the snoring, it's the stopping breathing that is a little more disturbing than the snoring, although the snoring does keep me awake. You go from snoring to gasp of breath to jumping up and being wide awake. It's the It's one thing, thing if ever. like if like snoring is like rhythmic and yeah. right. and steady, but the whole the stop breathing thing and then yeah. you get those extra like snarly things in there and Yes. Yes. And it 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 worries me more than anything. Oh, it's because yeah. she loves you, Matt. She loves you. She wants you to keep breathing. Yes, I do. Do you? I don't want to wake up with you not breathing. No. No. Do you? Um. Do you take anything to sleep? Yeah. Like you take Ambien or something? No, I've tried that. Oh. Didn't work. <laughs> oh, because I no. I the reason I ask is because like night eating is like a side effect of Ambien. Oh, it is? Yeah. Like I've heard a lot of people that will get up and eat and then wake up in the morning and they have this like smorgasbord all out on the counter. They had no recollection that they even were eating. Really? So I don't know. I've taken it before and it didn't really help me that much. 
Yeah, yeah I think it does or it doesn't. I yeah. mean, some people, Ambien absolutely doesn't. And I just some people curious. will wake up in their neighbor's kitchen eating. You right. know what I mean? Some mm-hmm. It's just stuff that happens. So no, not that. Um, I, I, th- I think I've just tricked my brain enough to where it's just habit, literally just habit now yeah. to where when I stand up, that's where I move to. And I'm not going down there and having a banana y'all. No, no, unless you're covering it in peanut, peanut butter, butter and, and chocolate, chocolate chips. chips. No joke. Chocolate chips are gone. One night I went down there and Eden had been sick. And so she was awake in the middle of the night, like 2am. And I guess that's a really early in the morning. People say it's the middle of the night, but it has nothing to do with night. So 2am, which is morning, I pull out the Sam's club bag of chocolate chips upside down no yeah and they're big they're have you seen them? like a chip bag of chocolate bad chips words no you didn't no but i did, did make a very gosh, very loud sound enough to where she heard it oh. yeah so they were out and she's like dad and i'm like ah, gah, gah. caught no. chocolate chips everywhere across <laughs> I the i dropped floor. the broccoli all over the floor <laughs> so much broccoli <laughs> Just a bunch Don't of, come down here. It's too much. There's too you're much gonna broccoli. You're going to roll the baby carrots. You're going to twist an ankle. Uh, <laughs> so it's not that I'm going down there and I'm just hungry. It's I'm going down there and I'm just filling my face with foulness. Sugar, mm. sugar, sugar. Sugar, sugar, sugar. Sugar, sugar. So then I get back into bed and usually I'm back asleep. And then I wake up about an hour later. When I wake back up an hour later, I'm like, man, I'm thirsty from those chocolate chips and peanut butter. I'm going to go get something to drink. So I go downstairs and I have a glass of milk. Guess what sounds good with a glass of milk? A cookie. <laughs> this, this sounds like a cycle that needs to be broken. Yeah. But that's a lot, Matt. I just want to say, like, don't feel like you had to fix all the things at one time. You're right. You know what I saw on the Nebraska post today? It was Nebraska football. What's that? Each day I look at their, like, uh, weightlifting. Yeah. And it says 1% better. That's all it says. 1% yeah. better. And I started thinking about that. I'm like, if I could just say 1% better on something and leave all the other stuff behind, yeah. but 1% better towards blank. And that yeah. would even be no drinking caffeine. I tried that for a while and it did help after a certain time. Right. Getting in bed consistently at a certain time. All of these things that I could be using towards my 1% versus, yep. oh gosh, oh gosh, I better go get the uh, surgery with the Inspire thing. Although that does sound really, really nice to go from point A to point Z without having to do any steps in between. That's right. usually not how it works out. Something, something will go wrong. No, there's so much to be learned from doing I agree. Doing the hard thing too. Yeah. And I think that, you know, so many of these things are so intertwined that I think if you were sleeping better, it's like a, a, one of those cycles. Like if, if you were sleeping better then you know, during the day you'd feel better and then you'd want to exercise and then you'd exercise and you'd feel better and then you'd sleep better because you're exercising. So it's like, you got to get a couple of those, a little bit of traction underneath. Yeah. Um, and then you'll start to see results. So if you just got the little whatever yeah mark of the beast on your throat (laughs) then all it would help is sleeping it wouldn't help all the other things well and everyone else would know that i had the mark of the beast they would Mm -hmm. know that you have the mark of the beast so do we want to segue into that because i'm really interested (laughs) in the mark of the beast because here's i am not my 16 year old daughter was talking about that and she was saying that everybody who know everybody will know you have the mark so what would the mark be if everybody's going to know you have the mark like horns is it really a 666 across your forehead um, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I, I, somewhere in the Bible, it talks about 666 and it talks about the mark of the beast. Does that mean, I, I don't know because they, you know, it also talks about the one world currency, that kind of a thing. And I've seen it in movies where it, it literally is like a chip or in right. books, it's like a, you know, chip or barcode or something that they can 
can scan. Um, Do you really believe that, know. though? Do you think that that's something that's going to happen? Like, and let me ask you, from a scientific, like, doctor standpoint, that there's some conspiracy that could ha- happen where they're trying to put a chip in us. Do I think that's going to happen? Yeah, do you think that's a possibility? Um, like if you had serious fear or thoughts of that that's a conspiracy that's going to happen, is that they're going to implant chips? Well, I don't know who they is, but I do believe the Bible is true. And when it talks about the end of the world, right, the end times, it does talk about a mark of the beast, yeah. but it's a choice. I mean, it might be choose this or die, you know, I mean, I don't know what the, cho- you know, yeah. choice is going to be. That's how it seems. Um, I mean, at that point, if the world's ending, it's this or die, like, take me home. Yeah, I'm going to go be with home. Jesus. Right. I don't need to be down here in this mess. Uh. Um, so it's not going, I don't think it's like something to get freaked out about it because I don't think you're going to like accidentally do it. Right, do you know right, what I mean? Right. Somebody duped me. You're not accidentally <laughs> ah, going, yeah. Dang it. But, I mean, the Bible says just be alert, you know, know the Bible, know, um, you know, some of the things that I don't, I don't personally think that we need to sit and look for all the conspiracy theories and find all these ways to prove that Jesus is coming back. The truth, the Bible says nobody knows the day or the hour. So we don't need to try to figure out what day it's going to happen. We just need to like live like ready. We need to live in relationship with Jesus and just know that, you know what, he's going to take me home when he's going to take me home. And I might have to do some hard things. There might be some trials leading up to that. But um, I don't think it's something to, like, be afraid of or let it, like, uh, completely occupy all of our brain space. Yeah. I don't know. The only chips I want in me are chocolate chips. Two o'clock in the morning. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Have you ever been in a situation where you see someone parenting their child and they're saying if you do it again i'm gonna fill in the blank with an empty threat or i'm gonna count to three one two two and a quarter you know they take a half hour getting there and it's really teaching the child to just take their sweet time obeying right well, there's a, uh, there's a Bible verse that talks um, just about talk, right? When we just talk about things with empty threats and when we don't uh, follow through um, empty talk, it says it leads to poverty. Uh, it's Proverbs chapter four, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 23. It says, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. And we can see that from a mile away when someone's parenting, right? Raise your hand if you've judged someone in that situation. But we, we look at it from a distance and we say, just discipline that kid, right? But when we go to apply that same principle to our own lives, we're like, yeah, I really gotta, I really gotta get to that gym. You know, I'm really gonna, this week, I'm really gonna start making these better choices. You know, we've all made those comments before. Uh, the truth is mere talk leads to poverty. Not necessarily if I don't go to the gym, I'm gonna live, you know, on ramen noodles the rest of my life. But if I don't put in the hard work, I'm not gonna live the full, rich, healthy life that God has and God offers. But it says hard work brings a profit, mere talk leads only to poverty. So in what area of your life have you been talking and you need to start putting in the hard work? Uh, it's going to be in the same in the same way that it takes discipline for kids. Uh, it's going to take discipline for us. But what area can you look at your life and go, I need to stop talking 
it's leading me nowhere. I'm going to start putting in the hard work and trust that that work is going to bring a profit. It's going to bring results. You don't have to fix all the things at the same time. Pick something and stop talking about it and start making steps, doing the hard work. And, uh, and this time next month, this time next year, you're gonna reap a harvest and you're gonna begin to see the profit. It's a biblical principle, put in the hard work and you're gonna see the fruit. I'm Beth and that's your wrap up. I need some good-